Tonight on Garbage Time Fantasy Football, we have Week 8 waivers. Get ready to pick some people up. It's time for Garbage Time. Welcome into Garbage Time Fantasy Football. I am your host, Ron Seymour, joined today by Joseph McCann. How are you doing today, Joe? I'm doing good tonight, Ron. Uh, not a lot of news going on around the league, I think, for offenses, and the waivers kind of seem a little slim this week. Yeah, it should be a relatively quick show for us today. Uh, we are doing the waiver show for week eight, so if you are in the, or if you're watching, make sure you leave us some questions and we will answer them to the best of our ability. We should have a little extra time today. Absolutely. All right. Um, if you like what you hear, make sure you subscribe right here on YouTube, garbage time, fantasy football, go over to Apple podcast, leave an Apple review to help out the show. You can also be found on Spotify and all major platforms that you listen to podcasts on. Also, you can go to our website at www.garbagetimeff.com. Leave us voicemails or hate mails. On Instagram, we are at Garbage Time Fantasy Football. On Twitter, we are at Garbage underscore Time FF. And on Twitch, we are at Garbage Time FF. Remember, we have a contest going on right now for this signed Miles Sanders card. Currently valued over $100. Yes, sir. And to get this, you have to subscribe to our YouTube like one of the videos, leave a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts, and comment on one of our videos that you are a part of the Heckling fandom. We've had a few people enter, and but there's still lots of time. We're going right till the end of the season with this. And then we will, you know, put all the names into my hat probably <laughs> and just pick one at random. <laughs> and on top of that, too, that will help you get your investment back if you lose your fantasy league this year. Right, yes. <laughs> like Joe's going to. Yeah, we'll see about that. I'm still in the thick <laughs> of it. We're all very close in that league, honestly. Yeah, bunch of experts. <laughs> all right. You ready to get into the news? Yeah, let's do it. News updates. All right, let's fuck this up a little bit. Ron, you've got the news tonight. Yeah. So, like Joe said, there's not a whole lot of anything new, really. Um, all the Tampa Bay wide receivers are either not practicing or limited practicing. Um, looks like Godwin and Evans will probably be fine. Julio and Russell Gage probably won't play. But at this point, with the way Brady's playing, you wouldn't want to play those other two anyway. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying here too uh just with the way brady's playing on top of evans dropping things and right in the open field goblin coming back from injury there's not much else you really want on this offense outside of leonard fournette currently who seems to be all of the offense for the tampa bay bucks and they're coming off that awful loss to the carolina panthers we're gonna see how they'll rebound this weekend yeah uh rashad bateman for the ravens did not practice on tuesday um they might they think he may have re-aggravated his previous injury 
or it could have been a rest day. Just keep an uh, eye on his practice reports tomorrow and Thursday because they play Thursday night. And you're going to want to know before then, obviously. <laughs> I find this really concerning considering he just came off the injury too. And if he's not practicing on a Tuesday when you're literally a day and a half from the Thursday game, he may be sitting out in this one. Um, I really think you have to hedge your bets with potentially having to play players on Sunday as opposed to having him on Thursday. Um, at least have a backup plan and watch the notifications for that Thursday night game. Mark Andrews did not practice on Tuesday. Uh, he did this last week. He was dealing with that knee injury. Um, if he plays, which I think he will, you got to start him. He's not someone that um, you sit if he's playing. Do you have any concerns with Mark Andrews, considering you saw that he had less than one point for fantasy football last week? No, I think uh, I think it's just the way Cleveland schemed him out of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I mean, you're not going to be able to do that every week to Mark Andrews. Absolutely not. Uh, we discussed Mike Williams yesterday. Uh, Mike Boone's on injury reserve. Alan Lazard has been seen in a sling. That's something Alan that we Lazard, need to talk yeah. about a little bit. So go ahead and cover that. Uh, yeah, Alan Lazard was seen in a sling. So, that's, I mean. That's it? <laughs> yep. I mean, that's, that's the report. I mean. You got to watch for, you know, practice notes or anything. I'm obviously not seeing anything at the moment, which is weird. That I'm okay. not seeing anything on him at the moment. Yeah, no, it's kind of hush-hush about that right now. Yeah. Um, something kind of funny that did happen today, though, too. Uh, Bill Belichick was asked in a press conference today, in a hypothetical, if Mac Jones is healthy, would he be the starter and Bill Belichick replied with, that's a hypothetical question. So you're in the gray area as of right now. We do not know who's going to be starting for them this Sunday. And I don't expect you to know until game time. Yeah, it's, I don't know. That's that's a weird situation. Anything else for us tonight, Ron? No, I think that's most of the relevancy for news. Maybe we'll we get a breaking that we didn't trade already dis- yeah. live on we the didn't show. We already discussed yesterday. So. Yeah, we covered a lot yesterday. All right, let's get into this wave of wire. All right. All right. Here we go for the waiver wires for week eight. Let's get into the desert. We're going to start here with the wide receivers okay um i only did about four or five for each position really okay um wide receivers number one we brought him up last week we're going to bring him up again this week i got wandale robinson um yeah go ahead all right so obviously you're a big fan of wandale robinson you were telling us coming into the last two weeks that he was going to be the starter for your new york giants he showed that starting two weeks ago um he made it very believable last week he started leading his team in targets very early in the game and kind of assumed that role he's owned another 50 percent of league still for some reason he's going to be a very solid wide receiver three going forward for your team. So there's no reason he shouldn't be on rosters currently. So if Wondell Robinson stills out, is still out there, go and pick him up. Yeah, definitely. Uh, a very small uh, passing game, really, for the Giants. Mm-hmm. 
but he's he get he's getting peppered with targets and he's explosive enough to make something happen with those targets. You just like you said, wide receiver three. I think he's got wide receiver two upside. He does. Um, they could try to unlock this offense a little bit more, but if it ain't broke, don't fix it type of thing. <laughs> but they do have some matchups in the second half of their season that will cause them to have to try to get in games more. Cowboys, two against the Eagles. Like, they're going to be in some shootouts coming up. That's why I'm listing him as a wide receiver three currently. Yeah. But very worthy of a pickup, especially if you are hurting at the wide receiver position like many are right now. Yes. All right. The second one I have on my list is Zay Jones for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, He's been getting peppered with targets all year. Um, He's been doing, you know, he's been getting big play work. It is the Jaguars, but you can't ignore the targets. He's been getting just as many as Christian Kirk. So uh, he's a very important person to have on your bench, at least, especially with bye weeks there. There are not this upcoming week, but week nine, there are six teams on bye. So you need players. I'm not sure if Jacksonville Jaguars are even one of those, but <laughs> you need players to help with bye weeks regardless. And Zay Jones, there's there's definitely worse options. <laughs> I Kind of disagree with you here. Um, he's definitely more of the two-week option where you're going to be looking to play him potentially against the Raiders. The matchup in this upcoming weekend is the Denver Broncos who don't give up shit in the passing game or in the running game in general. Um, I do not like Zay Jones this week. I do like picking him off waivers, but I think he's going to be sitting on your bench this week and you're going to be play him in a mini apocalypse the following week. So is he talented, getting peppered with targets? Yes, um, but I do think there's better options out there currently. Can you play him in an emergency? Yes. But that Denver defense just kind of blankets any offense that goes up against them, and I do not like them this upcoming yeah. week. Mr. Josh from the Heckling Fandom says, hi. Hi, Mr. Hi, Josh. Josh. What's going on, Mr. Josh? Got any uh, waiver wire questions for us? We'd love to answer them for you. All right. The next person on my list is Rondale Moore for the Arizona Cardinals. Now, he's been having wishy-washy weeks. But if you look at what, what's happening is Rondell Moore works best out of the slot. Whenever he has to assume the outside role, he doesn't do anything. As soon as he's able to be back in the slot primarily, he starts putting up fantasy numbers. They brought in Robbie Anderson to be that other outside guy last week. He wasn't in tune with the offense enough to be out there more. Now he's had, he's going to have 10 days to yep. get integrated into this offense. He will play on the outside and Rondell Moore will go right back into the slot. So I think he is a definite pickup this week. And hopefully this Cardinals offense can start going a little bit more. The only thing that worries me is DeAndre Hopkins came back to an instant, like 11 targets or something like that. I think that's all right in this kind of format. I'll give you the reason why. They're playing the Minnesota Vikings this weekend, and this is the kind of team that they can fall behind early in. That Arizona Cardinals defense sucks. Yeah, and what does that add up to in fantasy football? A lot of opportunities for the offense on the other side because they're going to need to catch up. Robbie Anderson, as you said, will be on the outside. 
Rondell Moore plays very well in the slot. DeAndre Hopkins is going to be getting the majority of the attention from the Minnesota Vikings, who have a pretty good defense. I think Rondell Moore is in for a very good week and could be one of the top wide receivers on the weekend, one of the best pickups for waiver wires on the week. I think he's a better pickup than Zay Jones on the week. We'll see long-term. Uh, but, yeah, he's the one I really think you should potentially look to pick up if Wondell Robinson's not out there. Yes. I believe Mr. Josh has a comment or question for us. One person hits the button, Joe. You Maybe click it. Up. All right. <laughs> um, I don't know. Why don't you read it for the audio version, people? Ron? Oh, yeah. There's audio. Should I drop Evan Ingram for Pat Frymuth or Dawson Knox or just keep Evan Ingram? I think you're kind of a wash in every situation. <laughs> like I, I think these guys are the only thing I could say is Knox has more touchdown upside. He does, but, but think, he's been quiet this year. Yeah, I think Engram and Fryermuth get more volume. I'm gonna go with Engram. I'm gonna go with Fryer. I'm gonna go with Fryermuth in the situation. We saw him play very well. I understand he was a little bit banged up, but he's been playing through it, and I think he's going to continue to be very good. And as he gets more repertoire with that rookie on the team, I think Fryermuth will be good for fantasy football. So he's shown the most consistency out of all these guys, and I like Fryermuth right now. I'm going to go with Engram just because I think he's more integral to this offense, and I think the Jaguars' offense right now is better than the Steelers' offense. Again, they're playing the Denver Broncos this weekend. I would go with Fryermuth. I'm guessing he wants more than just this weekend. Well, I think you should go with Friar Mute this weekend. <laughs> and over the long-term part of the season. I mean, you could be right, but I just, I don't trust that Steelers offense right now. Fair enough. Who's right, your next wide receiver? The last wide receiver that I put down, and this is strictly if, um, DK Metcalf is not playing, and that's Marquise Goodwin. Uh, speedster, going to take the top off the defense. They have the Giants. Giants defense has looked good this year, mm -hmm. but they have allowed big plays. So if DK Metcalf is out, uh, it'd be worth having Marquise Goodwin on your bench just in case, I feel. My feeling is that DK Metcalf is going to miss. He avoided surgery, so that's good for the Seattle Seahawks long-term, but I think they're going to give him a week to recover. Geno Smith has been looking very good throwing the ball, and he looks good throwing to Godwin. Um, I think he's a decent pickup. Definitely more of a flex bench play, as you're saying, Ron, but you could do a lot worse this week, and he's someone to look at. One more question. if uh, Mr. Josh, one more question. If Bateman doesn't play, do I pick up Gallup, Wandale, Josh Reynolds, Allen Robinson, Donovan Peoples-Jones, or Isaiah McKenzie? Wandale Robinson. Wandale Robinson. Who would be your second on this list, Ron? Isaiah McKenzie, which is Me? weird because he's the third on the team, but I just that's how I feel. <laughs> I am right there with you that I would want a piece of the Bills' prolific offense, and yeah. he is a part of it. Always has a chance to blow up any given week. Yeah, yeah, I would go – in order, Wandale, McKenzie, then probably Donovan Peoples-Jones would be my third. Wow. Get back up and get better, Gallup. Yeah. <laughs> One person hits the button, Joe. No! <laughs> 
All right, so that's what I had for the wide receivers. Did you have any you were wanting to talk about for wide receiver or no? No, the list is very scarce this week. Yeah, in most in most of them, it really is. Um, all right, we'll move on to running backs, and the glaring number one is also someone we said last week <laughs> who you should have picked up, and that's Gus Edwards. Uh, came back off of his ACL injury and just dominated the workload for the Ravens. He did, but let me preface this. You did not bring this up in the news. Gus Edwards was a little bit hobbled, and he is coming off of injury. But, you know, typically running backs will start a little bit slow coming back, and you may see them hobbled. But I do think he will play on Thursday, and he is going to get that red zone work. So just monitor him like you seem to need to monitor every Ravens player this week. And Gus Edwards should be a good pickup for you long-term for the fantasy season. That is true. All right. The next guy, or, well, the next people I'm going to talk about. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Josh said he had last question. That was a bunch of bullshit. Gus Edwards <laughs> is on top of my waiver. Yes. So no, I drop him for Jeff Wilson. No, no, no. Drop Jeff Wilson for Gus Edwards. Yeah, yes. I said, do you drop him for, oh, opposite. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, you do. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Wilson's value, now that Christian McCaffrey is here, is gone. Uh, Jeff Wilson is nothing more than a cuff at this point. Yes, definitely pick up Gus Edwards. God damn it, Joseph. No. <laughs> All right, so these next two running backs I want to talk about are same team, and I feel like they're a coin flip. <laughs> Donta Foreman and Chuba Hubbard. Chuba Hubbard started with the most snaps. Ended up getting a little banged up. Doesn't seem like it's anything serious, though. Dante Foreman came in, probably looked like the better runner. Much better. So this is a coin flip. It's it's what do you believe, but you want to take your shot. If Dante Foreman is gone, get Chuba Hubbard on your team just in case. The answer is Dante Foreman in this category if you have to choose between the two and he's the one i would put the higher waiver priority yes i do not give a shit that the coach came out and said that chuba hubbard is the starter dante foreman looked better and that will dictate what happens on the field look for him to get more touches he looked very good for fantasy football last week and i think you can plug him in as a low end running back too i honestly have that belief straight off waivers but also remember this is the panthers offense yes true somehow Looked good last week. Don't expect that every week. The Bucks are a crumbling team right now. <laughs> but I think he's a safe play at the running back position, especially if you're really hurting right now. Yeah. All right. The next guy on my list is, I believe, someone I brought up last week, Latavius Murray. Mike Boone has went to the IR now. Melvin Gordon is wishy-washy. They do and not trust him. They don't trust him. And I think Latavius Murray comes in and has a big role for this not very good Denver offense. But he should see probably 15 opportunities per game. Mm-hmm. And he still looked decent. He's going to move the pile. He's a big-bodied running back. He doesn't have breakaway speed. But he's good enough still to be at least RB3 territory with RB2 upside. I think it's a pretty decent take on him too. Ron, I had a question for you uh, before you move on to the next running back in our waiver show. It's right in the title of this show. Who's going to have the bigger week? 
uh, and especially in the upcoming weeks. Is it going to be Dante Foreman and Gus Edwards in this week? And who's going to be the bigger running back going forward? Oh, it's going to be Gus Edwards. Go ahead and give us the explanation why. Well, there's the offense is way better and Agreed. way more run centric. So he's going to get way more opportunities. And he's got Lamar Jackson back there where everyone's going to have to keep an eye on Lamar Jackson. Gus Edwards is by far the best pickup this week is, at running back. Is he the best overall pickup at any position this week? Yes. Yes, okay. definitely. Okay. Go ahead and move on to your next player. All right. The next two people I have on my list are because of trades or because of potential trades with a trade deadline being next Tuesday. The first one is because of the James Robinson trade. And that is Jamichael hasty. It looks, looks good. It looked good in the few chances he had. And if Travis Etienne was to get injured, he is a very high valued uh, insurance running back. And you might, I don't think they're going to want to give ETN all of the work like they kind of did last week. I think ETN was just on fire last week against the Giants, and they just just kind of rode the hot hand with that. I think you see Jamichael Hasty get some more opportunities. I don't think he's a start this week, but he's definitely a bench dash for high-value insurance running back. I agree with that. I still think there's some better bench dashes out there. Jalen Warren, we say it every week. Najee Harris goes down. I don't see my thing with Jalen Warren is Najee Harris has looked like shit. I don't think Jalen Warren is going to come in and look better. So I don't okay. think he's a high value stash. I would much rather have Jamichael Hasty on a team that is committed to running the ball and showing that they can have success running the ball with just about anybody. I mean, James Robinson was fantasy relevant the first three weeks because of the volume. So I would definitely take Jamichael Hasty for my bench insurance stash over Jalen Warren. Okay. Who's your next player? And the next one, there's been a lot of trade talks around Kareem Hunt. <laughs> and if Kareem Hunt gets traded, Dearness Johnson is going to fit into that backup role. Or Dearness Johnson could get traded and might be thrust into a better position. And it's not like we haven't seen Dearness Johnson in that role before, and he's been highly successful. Mm -hmm. The Rams desperately looking for a running back right now. I've heard some things saying Kareem Hunt might be the place or the guy they're going after. Maybe if Kareem Hunt's too expensive, maybe they get Dearness Johnson. Um, Another person I want to bring up is, uh, oh, what's his name? The running back that's currently on the Rams that's on IR, Kyron Williams. Okay. I think that's his name. He's currently on IR. Um, they came out and they said before he got injured on the opening kickoff of week one that he was going to have a role on this team. I mean, a lot of people told me that. Um, I have him stashed in one or two leagues on my IR. He's still technically on the IR, so you could still pick him up and place him there. I think he might have a role on this team once he comes back. No one else has really shown any type of thing. They don't care for Cam Akers anymore, probably because he had the Achilles injury. It looks like shit now. But he's another one that's an IR stash. 
Are you watching where Tevin Coleman goes? He just got cut today, too. Um, uh, I'm watching because if he goes somewhere good, it could be valuable, but... Sorry, spider. Oh, I thought you were throwing that at me. No, bad take. Don't talk no. about Coleman like that. No, no, there is a spider on my monitor. Nah, great. Now we're having, you know, internet abuse over here. This is real yeah. great for the podcast. Fuck that spider. <laughs> and now my mic is going all crazy. Joe, take over. Quit. Maybe maybe you just kind of deserve that. So now we're just going to watch so. you struggle through fixing your mic because this is just going to be an absolute delight, Ron Seymour. The spider, the spider is sabotaging me now. <laughs> you deserve this in every facet of the podcast. Oh my god, why was that so loose? Oh god, you better fix that real quick. Okay. I was gonna say quick, cute clown music, but I didn't get to it in time. Ah, uh, I got it fixed. All right. All right. Where were we? <laughs> we were talking about Tevin Coleman. <laughs> uh yeah, Tevin Coleman. Definitely watch where he goes. Um, has had a lot of injury problems in his career. Shown he's been pretty decent. When he's had the chance, though. So, see where he goes. If it's a good landing spot, he might be valuable. But I wouldn't pick him up just yet. What about Isaiah Pacheco? No, I'm done with the Chiefs running backs. Uh, you missed one wide receiver. What about McCole Hardman? No, I'm done with the Chiefs wide receivers. Not <laughs> you, why, you already why? talked about McCole Hardman yesterday. Yes, but this is the waiver show, and he's on waivers. So talk about McCall Hardman again. McCall Hardman is never going to have three touchdowns again this year. Like, it's not going to happen. Juju is the wide receiver to own. Everyone else is a dart throw. Get off of him. There's a reason. I didn't miss McCall Hardman. There's a reason he wasn't on the list. (laughs) Go ahead. All right, so that's all the running backs I had. Was there another one? Nah, it's like I said, it's quite slim this week. All right, gonna move on to the tight ends again. Very top one on the list is someone we brought up last week. Greg Dulcich, get him on your team. That boy looks good, real good. And he was playing with a backup QB and he looked confident against a very good Jets defense. Um, yeah, I mean, he looks like he's 45 years old, but pretty good. Vel's the GOAT. Thank you for your comment. Make sure you subscribe. I'm worried about my team. I'm 6-1. and one. Brady, CMC, Swift, D-Hop, Amon Ra, Kelsey, ETN, Damian Pierce, Montgomery, Lazard, Thielen, Juju, and J-Rob. Look at, I don't like you coming in here and just gloating about your <laughs> team like this. Brady sucks it's, at least. It's rude, but congrats <laughs> for probably winning your league because... That is a great team. <laughs> Outside of Brady. Outside of Brady. But and the other Lazard. Yeah, but he doesn't need to start Lazard ever. <laughs> I'm trying to find negatives here, okay? What should I do? You should find a better quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think you should do that because there's a lot better quarterbacks out there than Tom Brady currently. Is Daniel Jones on the waiver wire? Because he's probably better than... He is the QB 10 at the moment, I believe. Also, you could drop uh, J-Rob for uh, Wondell Robinson. Just saying. Jeez. <laughs> That's just rude, man. 
Great I team, Val. I feel sorry for the other people in your league. Yeah, see if you can uh, maybe trade. You know what? You have Etienne, Damian Pierce, Montgomery, and DeAndre Swift. Would Joe, would you try moving CMC or DeAndre Swift to try to get a better quarterback? I mean, you got to know the format of uh, that league. Really, I think he could still win his league with a QB2, and you really need depth going down. But if I was going to move anyone on that list, I mean, you can't really move. I maybe move Swift currently. He's kind of been hobbling in between injuries. CMC, I think, is going to be pretty good on the 49ers. Uh, yeah, I think I would move Swift and see if I could maybe upgrade. What's your thoughts, Ron? Yeah, Swift Swift would be fine for me. And, I mean, that would be a nice package for Tyreek if you could do Swift. And, I mean, if you could do Swift and even maybe Amon Ra, maybe you have a Lions homer in your league, that would be nice and get <laughs> – a piece, maybe a Tyreek, maybe a better quarterback. Um, what QB should he be targeting? Well, that all depends on – I wouldn't go for one of the top, top guys. You're going to have to give way too much. You're not going to get Allen. You're not going to get Burrow. You're not going to get – you know, honestly. What about Justin starts, Herbert? Nope, that's still too high. Murray. Okay. Kyler Murray would be the guy to target. Has had some down weeks – but I think this offense is about to really pick it up now that D-Hop is back. Plus, he'll have the D-Hop-Kyler Murray connection. So I think Kyler would be the range I would look at right now. Maybe Lamar, who's had a couple down weeks. Could go there, too. Um, But I think Murray would be the best one, and you probably could get send Brady and Swift for Murray and probably get that done. Maybe even Brady and like Montgomery, honestly. Go with the uh, second option first and then maybe get well, followed naturally. Well, I mean, I would start with just Lazard for Murray straight up just to see what <laughs> happens. But... <laughs> yeah, and never get an answer back again. Right, yeah. Sounds excellent. Bells the Go has another comment for us, Ron. Don't worry, I'll let you hit it this time. Oh, thank God. All right, Val's to go. My other league, my team got hurt. It's four three. It's four and three. Gino, Saquon, Najee, Sutton, Gabe Davis, Hollywood, who got hurt. Knox, Zeke, Bateman, Aljair, MVS, Herbert. Yeah, I can see how Hollywood getting hurt really hurt you badly. Uh, Joe has a very close relationship to that because in our our league. Hollywood was his guy. He's he was hurt. my boy. He was your boy. I had him paired with Godwin for one week, and now I've got Godwin. Okay, this this team here, this is when you do a full shakeup. So Vel's the go. I'm going to tell you a little story about my league last year, where my top three picks going into our auction league, I picked up Saquon, CMC, and Kelvin Ridley. Obviously, I started like one and four, or one and three, I mean. Made some trades, got rid of CMC, got rid of Ridley, got rid of Saquon, brought some pieces in. You're going to have to get rid of Saquon to fix this team. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's going to have to happen. And what are you looking at to fix this team, Ron? Pretty much anything. 
I'm guessing that Herbert is Khalil, Khalil Herbert since it's listed way down there. Are you saying put him on the trade block and see what offers you get? Yeah, but, I mean, you're going to need a lot. Gino has been serviceable as a quarterback. You can play waiver wire. You can stream that position. MVS um, would even be on your team, I don't think. Yeah, I, well, I mean, with this team, you kind of need all the upside you can get. MVS has upside? He's got big playability. So he, you can put him in your lineup and you could. I mean, look at last week. He had a really good game last week. Gabe Davis is another one of your stalwarts right now, probably your best wide receiver. Hopefully Rashad Bateman can come back and be healthy. He looked good when he was healthy. If you could, I feel like your best thing to do right now would try to be package Saquon and get two high-end running back twos. Or he could downgrade on running back a little bit and go after a wide receiver too. That is another option because he's, Got a few there, but we also don't know the format. And typically, wide receivers stay healthier longer than running backs. So I think yeah. I don't think that's a bad option for your team. So maybe downgrade on running back just slightly off Saquon and bring in a wide receiver and yeah. play the waiver game at the running back. Go get you a foreman. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely <laughs> going to try to get foreman. See if Wandale's available. Um, you might. I mean, if Gus Edwards is there, oh, you, I mean, that's to. the best thing. If you could get Gus Edwards and Wandale Robinson. I would drop MVS for Wandale Robinson. Uh, I would drop Algier for Rondale Moore, Dante Foreman. I mean, he's getting the work, but only until Cordell Patterson comes back. There's a lot of stuff you can do to save this team. If you're looking trades, it's going to have to be probably Saquon. But you might be able to get through and fix it through waiver wire pickups. Uh, Saquon's that pace to do it. Yeah. All right, let's move on uh, to the next tight end. All right, this one is more of just a one-week rental because of the matchup this week, and that is Irv Smith Jr. Uh, the Cardinals have been dead last against tight ends this year, so it is a smash play. Irv Smith Jr., one-week tight end rental for this week it is tuesday and he is already in my lineup for the week <laughs> that tells you how confident i am in irv smith this week. he is going to decimate the go ahead bells the goat said none of those players are on the waiver it's a really competitive it's a 12 man that fucking That's blows tough good luck because <laughs> that means they're probably really hard to trade with i would assume that's right. Better trade Saquon than to find something good for it. That's hard. Or hope that Najee doesn't, or hopefully Najee can turn it around or something. Sometimes it goes like this, man. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes fantasy sucks. It does just for keep the majority going. of everyone in Listen, your league most years. Just just keep going looking at your 6-1 and one team and then mm -hmm. you know, hope that you can sneak into the playoffs and get some good work with that other team. I mean, 12 people here in the league, only one wins every year. Yeah. <laughs> Don't lose faith. Just get to the playoffs. Yeah, that's all you got to do. Keep winning games, people, and hope you get good uh, matchups against people on their bye weeks. All right. Tight end number three. 
Mike Gesicki. Started off the season kind of slow. Has been starting to get more targets when Tua has been in. I know a couple weeks there when Tua was out, he wasn't looking as good. But I think his targets are going to start going up. People are going to start figuring out a little bit more how to get Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill out. And Mike Kosicki is a very athletic, very good player. Also, there has been trade talks around Mike Kosicki, even in the offseason. Up, team... up to the point where I believe a lot of the analysts have been guaranteeing that he's been going to get traded. Yeah, so I don't Mike Kosicki could get traded, and if he gets traded to a really good spot, he his value could skyrocket. However, even just right now, I think he still has value. Yes? No? Maybe? Absolutely no. I think he's a great uh, waiver ad at the tight end position this week. Um, but the best, I think, is the weekly rental of Irv Smith. Yeah. That Cardinals defense is absolute trash. If you got someone on a bye this week, like Kelsey, I believe, is on a bye this week, mm-hmm. um, Irv Smith is a great one-week rental for that. It is. Hayden Hurst for the Cincinnati Bengals. They have been throwing the ball a lot. That's he's just going into shotgun now. That's that's all yeah. Joe Burrow's gonna do. They've decided that he can't be under center because by the time he gets back, he's already getting sacked. So they're just like, he's gonna start back and then throw the ball. So Hayden Hurst is a very good play, high powered offense, lots of touchdown upside. Uh still could get you bad weeks, but that's the tight end position. Yeah. So like we said, not a lot, but there's some stuff that can help you this yeah. week. All right. Any other tight ends? No, that's really all I had this week. Told you there wasn't a lot. I just realized looking at my list here, I'd never wrote down any quarterbacks. <laughs> but here's the thing. I know my number one, and it's not homerism. It's Daniel Jones against the Seattle Seahawks. This man just ran for over 100 yards, passed for over 200 yards, and had two TDs total. No, he's not going to do that every week, but the Seattle Seahawks have one of the worst pass defenses in the league. And honestly, the Giants could end up having to come back from behind in this game. So I think Daniel Jones is probably the number one waiver wire pickup for you know, streaming this week. Okay. Is there any defenses you like on the week? I've got one or two. Go ahead with your two. I didn't look at defenses. I'll say three. Um, the third one will be my homer pick, obviously. But uh, first we'll talk about the Tennessee Titans going up against the Texans this week. I think that is generally a good matchup for the Titans. Every single time they play the Texans, they generally get up very good and play very well on defense against the Texans. So I think that is a good waiver wire option this week. And I don't think the Colts are necessarily a very bad option going up against the Commanders this week. Colts got a pretty good defense. They're going to look to rebound this week. Commanders have, I'll say, a choppy offense at best, but not a bad option either. And I am for the second week in a row going to say the New York Jets are a great waiver ad on the week because who the fuck knows who is playing QB for the New England Patriots? The Bears demolished them on Monday Night Football. So. Yeah, good pickup for you. It's a good defense. Maybe. Maybe. I'm still not sold. God, such a hater. Yeah. 
All Bell's, right. Bell's a goat has another question for us. Gino or Danny Dimes this week, Ron Seymour? I would, I would, I would go Danny Dimes. The Giants defense, not unbeatable, but has been playing very good football. Um, their coaching has been putting them in position to they blitz a lot. And I don't know how Gino's gonna handle it. They Gino might be down DK Metcalf. I just I think it's Danny Dimes this week. The only quarterback this year that has scored very well for fantasy football against the Denver Broncos was Geno Smith. I think Geno Smith's still going to have a solid week, and I'm going to take him over Danny Dimes this week. Go Geno Smith. He's also the person that ranked Danny Dimes to be the 32nd overall fantasy QB overall of the first uh, in the offseason. So that's just that's that. correct. I was truly a hater of Danny Dimes. XR orbits in here last second with some comments, Ron. Why don't you hit that damn button again? All right. So he says, I just did a trade. And the trade was he got Tyree Kill, Jonathan Taylor, Curtis Samuel, and they got Debo and Chubb. Oh, so you fleece this motherfucker. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Good job, Orbit. Jesus, how did you do that? Um, my only question is like, did you throw the guy a 50 also? Cause did this go up to vote in your league? Is this going to get rejected? Well, I think it, I think it probably went through cause Curtis Samuel is dealing with an injury. JT hasn't really been that great this year. And Nick Chubb is pretty good leading, leading the league in rushing, maybe second. Now I don't remember. That's the piece so, that they like on the other side. Yeah. But damn Indeed, good job. Debo's got upside, but I I think I think you got the better end of that deal. Yes. Thank you for bragging. We love when the heckling fandom brags. I love, brags I love when the heckling us. fandom brags at us. It's great yes. fun. Vals did that with his team earlier. It's awesome. Yeah, his, his six and one. Luckily, he brought it back down with his four and three team that was substantially different. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ron. Uh, why don't you tell the heckling fandom here where they can win that lovely gridiron Miles Sanders card? Oh, you mean this one? Yeah, that one right there. Oh, that one right there. Well, so all you have to do to win this one is go ahead and subscribe right here on YouTube and uh, like our videos. And also go over to Apple Podcasts and submit a five-star review. And then comment on one of our videos that you are the heckling fandom. And then you'll get your name drawn out of Ron's disgusting hat. My super sweaty New York Giants hat. I'm going to find the most disgusting one I have, probably rub it in some dirt and put all the names inside and super unbiasedly just really fast and pick out a name. We'll probably end up putting them into a name generator. No, nah, I prefer the hat. You prefer the hat? <laughs> I'll do it right on air. Okay. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> all right, guys. If you like what you hear on Garbage Time Fantasy Football, make sure to like and subscribe to the show here on YouTube. Ron, what audio formats can you listen to us in? Oh, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, and everywhere that there Tune are Tune in, iHeartRadio. We don't have to listen everywhere. To you don't have to listen all. Everywhere. Just everywhere. Leave you us voicemails at www.garbagetimeff.com. Shut up, Ron. No. Um, uh, what's our Twitter? Our Twitter is at garbage underscore time FF and our Instagram is at garbage time FF and our 
Twitch is at Garbage Time FF. All right, Ron. These places, like this? Yeah, there is something I'd like to say. They need to make it so you can have longer names of these places so we can just put fantasy football. Or people need to stop taking that name. Yeah, or that. That would help. Rude assholes. All right, sure. and that was Garbage Time Fantasy Football. Glad to have you guys in here. Thanks for all the comments. Glad we got to communicate with you a little bit today. Make sure you come back. Seeming like our next show is going to be tomorrow. It sounds like it because I think we're all going to be busier later in the week. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah, tomorrow, probably around 9.15, 9.30 or whenever we get on, <laughs> will be our next show. So we will see you then. Have a great day. Mm-hmm.